Welcome to Why Are People Listening to This, a podcast about why people are listening to certain musics. Um, <laughs> to the Billboard 100, right? Isn't that or, or, well, we, yeah, that's the usual metric. Yeah. Um, we're breaking out of that maybe a little bit, but it's still very high on the charts. Uh, my name's Jake Hanlon, and this uh, here is my good friend, the uh, mole to my chicken, uh, Justin Gregg. <laughs> Hello. This, this week we are. Uh, we have something very new this week, actually, and it's uh, it's a viral thing. I like things that are viral. Mm-hmm. I like to do more viral things, but it's also a huge multinational conglomerate engine of destruction <laughs> known as Disney. Uh, and uh, their 60th film. Is that this right? This is their 60th animated uh, film. Wow. Uh, and Canto's hit song, We Don't Talk About Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't. That's right. How far is this up the charts right now? Do you know? Well, when I looked on Billboard on the weekend, it was like four. Okay. Something along those lines. But it when I I was just like, what the hell is this? Because it came out of nowhere, literally. Yes, it started in the chart all the way up there. Yeah. So then I went, um, uh, I clicked on a link, um, mm-hmm. and it sent me to the, the YouTubes. Yes. Where it was hashtag number one trending song. Okay. On YouTube, which is probably as good a metric as Billboard is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then I watched the video. The video of it. Which I guess is probably cut right out of the scene from the It's exactly, the yeah. It's a clip from directly from the okay, movie, yeah. exactly as it appeared. So as a disclaimer, I have not watched the film. Okay. And I intentionally didn't watch the film because this is not the sister podcast yeah. of this. Uh, no. The big sister podcast, Why Are People Watching This with Justin Gregg? That's right, and and, it, uh, and that's the point of this is we're whatever the song is, we listen to it mm-hmm. out of and then f- like coming into it as complete naked virgins. Mm-hmm. Why is this number one? And if we happen to have encountered it before, great, but most likely we haven't. A lot of times we have not, um, but it creates a very interesting problem with this particular example because context is important to understanding the song right i was very curious how because i saw encanto almost as soon as it came out with my oh, daughter okay. so like we watched the movie we knew the song is it and a good movie yes i liked it a lot you, it's you very would good. say that it's a good movie yeah and, and and this song however is just it's like a a musical broadway song where it's just right in the middle it's yeah. doing exposition of characters and i'm like how would someone Apparently you, Jake, who yep. has not seen this, yep. respond to all of what must be yep. complete garbage nonsense. That was my that was my number one what the hell am I listening to? Not why the why am I watching this? <laughs> I I mean there's things to say about it from a musical standpoint, for sure, or or or, or I'm fascinated by it because there are several really interesting things about the the music and yeah. and the composition of it and, and those sorts of things and the including the people who are involved in it. Yeah. Which I was very interested because I don't pay attention to Disney um in general. Like I walked away from the Marvel MCU after um the the Endgame movie. I was like, I can't take any more superhero movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, ruined Star Wars enough for me. Uh, that I don't need to, I, you know, I like Mandalorian, but the, sure, yeah. the new Boba Fett thing, not interested in no? that. Okay. No, okay, okay. Um, so you were done with Disney kind of, Like I'm garbage. taking a sabbatical from Disney. Okay. I don't think that it's garbage. I, I just, right. I just, just taking a break. Now, on the flip side of this whole thing, musicals. Okay, let's talk musicals. Okay. I like musicals. Okay. I, I, I grew up on musicals. Oh, that's interesting. Both on film and 
um, and uh, and live in person going to a theater. Sure. And so this is a musical this type a of music- song for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So immediately, like when I started listening to it, it had all of the little cliches of what happens in a song in a musical because yeah. in a musical um the entire point is to have exposition of plot and introduction of characters or character development in through right. song yeah right so obviously though i don't have the context at all about <laughs> who, who these is people bruno are. or what is bruno yeah. or who these characters are that they're talking about so since you know something about the 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 film maybe you can help bring some context to me without spoiling the film i'm not going to watch it Okay, I understand. I understand. Don't spoil it for the peoples. So, this is a fascinating thing because I'm sure the reason it's popular is because people have seen the film. I don't think anyone has listened yeah. to this out of the blue and been like, "This is my new favorite song for <laughs> reasons," right? So they already know uh, that this is yeah. This, like you say, this was exposition for character development, right? Uh, and there's a character in it called Bruno who's the outcast of the family, who has the magical power to predict the future and therefore what his predictions are come true. So each of these characters are part of the family um, talking about how they got screwed over by Bruno because Bruno predicted something and then it happened. Then it happened. So it ruined someone's wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, It's ruined this one girl's life because like she's never going to find the true love because he's, you know, betrothed to someone else. And, and, um, so it's recounting their relationships to this mysterious figure Bruno, who we haven't met yet in the in the film, and then the main character um, is also she's the one who's asking who Bruno is, and then they're telling her. So, so it's it's an important bit of exposition. It doesn't necessarily have foreshadowing to foreshadowing a plot twist. Yeah, and it's you know it didn't you like all great musicals. You could have cut it out every song, and probably you still would have figured out what was going on. Yeah. But it does it does help develop the characters yeah. a little bit. Because I believe it, because uh, when I then went to listen to it, uh, give it a couple of listens, I went through Apple Music, which is my streaming service of choice. Yeah, and it appears very early in the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So That's I'm imagining right. that this is something that happens within the first 40 minutes of the film. That's right, yeah. And sets up then this conflict with, uh, you know, throughout the re- remainder of the film with this aforementioned Bruno. Bruno character. So Not the most Colombian of names. Well, but... I have an interesting anecdote on that, oh. which is because uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes. Who is a, a genius. Great. Uh, and I didn't actually know that he made the the songs for this when I started watching it. And like ten seconds into a song, I'm like, "Oh shit, that sounds like a Lin Manuel Miranda song." And I'm back in Hamilton, like this is great. Yeah, um, instantly recognizable and a bit of a genius. Anyway, um, so he did all these songs. He wrote this song, uh, and he wrote it before they had really, you know, the movie hadn't been finished. They were still writing and animating and all that. And yeah. he he requested to change the name of the character who I think's name originally was named Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, for this song, because I have this hook, this this Bruno, no, no. Like, can we change it to Bruno? And they're like, sure. And ah, so, so he nice. changed it because it fit into this hook, which was the sure. thing that that's ha- sticking. That a lot. Yeah. That and it sticks in everyone's head. Yeah. And then the reason this song, one of the reasons this song is popular is because that little bit, the one of the only melody lines that's repeated because everyone, every part has a different melody. I'm sure you can talk about this. Yeah. Um, that's the only one that comes back over and over and it's real sticky. <laughs> yeah. We so, don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very sticky. 
so anyway, that much I knew. Bruno, not That's necessarily your most obvious name for for Colombian. But family. I mean, it's you know, I mean, I'm sure that there are plenty of Latin people whose name is Bruno. Bru- but yeah, Oscar yeah. just certainly is far more right. Yeah, <laughs> in, but hey. so there you go. So there's the, that my little bit of trivia. Um, That's interesting but so, to me, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I've got more information on why, how it ended up at, at number one, having to do with the internet. But I want to know what you think about it as a song. Like, you're obviously a fan of, of Hamilton, I guess, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, because he also did, like, The Heights and and Yeah, uh, he's had quite a, a good career. Oh, yeah, he's... Yeah, so far. He, uh, this is probably a nice feather in his in his it's, uh, tri-corner cap right in fact duh, what did i have this is his first song that he's written that's in the top 10 I, yeah of the billboard things from broadway are not going to ever chart like i mean you, you the original cast recording of hamilton probably has done well absolutely but it's not going to show it's up not on the pop anywhere. yeah yeah um so i i think that's great for him like I'm, I'm just a big fan of him and like his humanitarian things and what he's trying to do for Puerto Rico. And he seems like a nice person. Yeah, which he is seems so... like a genuine, like yeah. good human being. And so I like it when good human beings are successful, mm. but but don't sacrifice the, their art. So yeah, like Hamilton, I think everybody can agree is like uh, like an unparalleled success. Just like most modern Broadway things of the last 20 or 30 years like rant or you know yeah. and like on um and that it became a cultural phenomenon because of the hip-hop element to it and that being like the first time that that's really taken off on broadway <clears throat> and so i'm a big uh believer in him sure and uh um but this expositional sort of way of 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 writing he like it's obvious he has he's got those chops and so much time spent with that and he it's very polished to me mm-hmm. like he's like these are the you know he knows what he's going to be working with in terms of the voice ranges and and the characters and uh, and the way that it's orchestrated and and written like um you it it sounds like a musical like it's idiomatically accurate yeah like from that from this from the musical theater point of view I'm sure that everybody who's in a musical theater, probably this is like their guilty pleasure right now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and, uh, and and rightfully so, because there's like really, you'd have to nitpick a lot and and know a lot about like world music to like find issues with this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, like I don't know a lot about world music. I know enough um, to know that this is like, the I, I intentionally looked to see like okay what is the setting of this film like where is the film set and it's a set in Colombia mm-hmm. like the music of the of, of at least I don't know about the score um, like the instrumental score and I don't know about the other songs but like we don't talk about Bruno is not Colombian like mm-hmm. that's not in a Colombian style it's kind of just like slapped with Latin tinge mm-hmm. as, we, as as people like to call it the all the different types of hand percussion the gueros and the and the congas and all these things that are like from all over the world these instruments come from this, yeah like yeah blah 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 some of the rhythms are spanish flamenco some of them are argentinian tango like it's just kind of like a big mashup mm-hmm. and that doesn't bother me um 
at all. Right. That's fine. Like, I think that if that introduces people to the gloriously huge world of Spanish music, then more power to them. You know, like, I think that, like, being, like, white English speakers, like, we forget that Spanish is spoken far wider globally than English is as a first language. And so then we have, oh, but we gave them the Latin Grammys, <laughs> you know, sort of situation. And like Latin music is not Shakira and it's not Gloria Estevan, you know, like it is those artists. But it's so but much it's bigger, like yeah. So much larger than that. If you think about the Spanish speaking world, like from Spain, the music that comes from Spain to all the music that comes from South America to Puerto Rico or to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all the Philippines, like and, and everywhere, like it's a huge subject, Latin Latin music. Yeah, and uh, and it's a little gentrified. This this song, yeah, to me, yeah, this Disneyfied a little not, bit, maybe. Yeah, dis- yeah, yeah, not gentrified, Disneyfied. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 meant to be very palpable, palpable, but also at the same time, like you can't. In the context of, of a musical, a musical theater or musical film, like you can't go super, super deep all the time and draw away from plot exposition. And this is also an animated movie for children. Yes, that's right. So, you know, I don't believe in dumbing down music for kids. We've had this conversation yes. in our personal lives <laughs> that's right. like, several times and and we've, you know, collaborated and have have our children's album and all those sorts of things and we didn't dumb any of the music down because kids are kids have a sophisticated musical palette and it's not wheels on the bus we've talked about this so no, much they're not interested in wheels on the they bus they can do this they, they can wanna, listen to they want to they want to listen to this what, what kids want is they want either laugh mm-hmm. or dance yeah like those are the two priorities for kids with music yeah. to be honest and there's like, a lot of little kids listening to like the hamilton soundtrack which is so complicated yeah, and and yep, yeah, yeah, sure. The six-year-old, five-year-old will love that. Oh yeah, you you. Most people would be shocked as to what their kids would like. Yeah, like I watch like uh, my niece is a nephew. Like, uh, like well, my nephew, he's four. He's figured out how to get Alexa to play the songs he wants to hear Uh-oh. at home. What's he listen to? Like '70s soul music. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like Walk the Dinosaur and okay. and like. Uh, but he also like when he was a little younger, like hit me with that baby shark thing. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, they, yeah, yeah. And he dances his little booty off. Like, sure. So do his sisters. Like it's just like they want to move. Like they got energy. They want to move. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no. Dude. You don't think that a, a three year old can't sing that? Yeah, I know. Like the, running around the house like a terror, going, We don't talk about Bruno. No, and then no. singing and, and dancing. It's like, Mom, yep. I'm putting Canto back on. You know, <laughs> like, you know. Yep, yep. So I love that kind of thing. I think that, like, music education for kids is paramount to their development, like, cognitively and just, like, spiritually. Yeah. And these are good songs. Yes. Like, this soundtrack. They have like, sing- singable melodies, nice, they're danceable. Like, that's paramount to like the latin the yeah. latin music like that music is all for dancing yeah like uh every every kind of latin music it's it's if you, it doesn't make you dance it's they're, they're doing it wrong they're doing it wrong yeah, yeah yeah and what's great see lin-manuel miranda like he's he's a theater guy like he yeah. he started 
started out writing for things. Like he made himself from nothing into an international superstar up through Hamilton. Yes. So he 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 wasn't just some weird pop star plucked to do the songs for this. No, he was headhunted for this, I'm sure. He was. But yeah. he but he comes from a place of like super authenticity. Yes. You know what I mean? And so like now he's doing Disney songs, which could mean I'm writing corny nonsense songs just as like a pop nonsense songwriter. But like, no, he brings a, a different kind of reality to these songs, which gives them, which means, yes, it's Disney and it's corny, but like this is authentically good stuff. So there's yeah. no problem in this being number one unabashedly. Uh, he's, he's got his stripes. Like he's got his those stripes. Things like, you know, there's a legitimacy to him. And, uh, and I think that like, Maybe, and this is just an opinion, but this is a hot take. Hot take. Hot takes with Jake. Uh, that, like, Disney's needed that. Yes, I like, agree. Like, I really, like, gosh, like, like what was the last Disney film that I watched that had music in it that I was just like, oh, this is great. Well, did you, like, let it go? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about Lion King soundtrack? Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Some Tim Elton Rice John, stuff. Elton right? John, yeah. Yeah, like, hey, yo. Not bad. Okay. Yeah, I'm into the, like yeah, oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. 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 So this is and when Phil Collins was doing stuff for them, oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like this is the thing about Disney, right? Like Disney always wishes to recreate or recapture lightning in a bottle, and it drives mm. me crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wish that that these big corporations would just let sleeping dogs lie and like not have to try to re redo everything. So Frozen, uh, never watched a movie. Because I don't have children, right? I'm sure if I had children who were of that age when it was let it go, let it go, and all this kind of stuff, like I, I would be like, it would that was that generation's baby shark, you know, and all this kind of stuff. <clears throat> but and and I had no problem with like them having this animated movie that all the little kids loved, and it had this song they all wanted to hear 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and when that ran out. You know when the tank when the tank was empty on that, and everybody was just like, "Okay, we finally let it go." <laughs> then they came out with a sequel and tried to do it again, yeah. but they didn't have the song. They 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 were like, "If you were going to do that again, and try to make money not only off of the sales or the streams of the movie licensing through Netflix or Dis now Disney Plus or blah blah blah, like get the song in order mm -hmm. before you even write the script, like." get any because the songs were sh like they just went yeah get like, the big guns in well well that's what's nice about this is this is kind of different to other disney yeah. movies it really is like not just the people involved and the yeah. and i mean it is the main character a disney princess like that's she's gonna be in this long lineup of disney princesses but she's not some corny ridiculous disney princess like she's just a regular everyday person yeah so that's it's it feels different to a regular disney film and the music is very different to what you'd find in a, in a disney film yeah and well, disney has got a lot of work to do in terms of its like uh wokeness quotient mm -hmm. you know i mean <laughs> there have been a lot of white blonde haired brunette rosy cheeked disney princesses and Knights in shining armor over the years. Yeah. And people are sick of that. People don't want to see that, including people who are of the generation that grew up on like Disney, like you or I, like yeah. we had Disney around us all the time. And, as, and like, I can remember like as a teenager, like why are all the good guys white? 
and uh, yeah, you know, and the, you know, and and that's just the way that it is. Like yeah, I you know. So it's nice they're moving on from it's that. It's nice that they're trying to kind of like make a little bit of amends. Now mm. I haven't seen the film, so I really can't say as to how inclusionary it is or, or yeah. anything. And I'm not going to touch that with a 10 foot pole at this point in time, but like they need to like continue along those lines. Like if they really want to catch lightning in a bottle again, like look what happened with black Panther. Mm-hmm. And say, let's look, let's be inclusionary to a point where it's just like super inclusionary. Let's turn the tables on everybody. So let's remake snow white and the seven dwarves, but make <laughs> it make snow white. Um, uh, you know, Ghanaian or non-binary, or Egyptianary, yeah, or, or, or non-binary, yeah, yeah, like, uh, or yeah, like make it, yeah, that, no. could, that could be cool. People will be all over it, and everybody will celebrate that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And but does Disney want to like? I don't know how many how many Disney shareholders are Republicans or not. I, Take that, Republicans. <laughs> I you know I'm sure everything is a calculated response in a boardroom, oh, right? They're yeah. like, well, what what can we do that's going to earn money based on the current climate? They're not there to push the envelope per se. No, they're there to respond. Probably to Probably somebody that's in there some new fan fancy uh, department of of ethics and diversity that will come to that meeting and tell them that like do you do you realize that like this character that you have in this uh, movie that's uh, an animated uh, gorilla that you're voicing obviously as a black actor is potentially like a little bit alarming like as they had done in the past uh-huh. you know? and, and like people like do these people like think that way or I don't really know. Pixar mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. And now Pixar has been swallowed up by Disney. Disney is that's it? right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's why things are getting better. Cause I thought Pixar was great. Yeah. Continues to be great. Yeah. Inside the, well, I have Not an interesting it. point uh, to what's going on with this song. Yeah. Give me, give me, which is, yes, it was from this movie and everyone likes this movie, but it is a, I think you're what you're alluding to, kind of a confusing song to be so far up the charts because none of the lyrics make sense yeah. if you're if you don't know the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and unlike Let It Go, which is kind of an anthem, which is applicable to all situations, you can see why it would be a popular song because you don't need to have context. Right. It's very catchy. This one has big notes in it. Yeah, big notes. Yeah, this has got a lot going on. It's very musical. You have to be sort of in the mind frame to understand why this fits into the song. It's not like a traditional Disney song uh, that's just straightforward and easy to sing. And in fact, Disney itself did not think this was a song that was a standout song. They they put up for the um, for the was it the Oscars or the Grammys? Uh, No, yeah. the Academy Award nomination, they submitted a different song from the soundtrack huh. that they thought was going to be a huge hit. Womp womp. And it, and then this one, confusing all those boardroom Disney executives and everyone else who had planned for it became a smack, an enormous, like the, the, one of the big, biggest Disney songs in the history of ever. And huh. I think they were confused and everyone is confused. And the reason... Well, now I'm confused. Well, do you know why? <laughs> I... I I, I bet you can guess why this song is popular. I bet you already know what I'm going to say. Say it. TikTok. <laughs> because this song... <laughs> because this song is wild on social media. Oh, man. Where people are make, dancing along to it, singing to it, making little videos, using it in the background of their TikToks, uh, uh-huh. creating mashups and blah, blah, and this, and that. And like, you can go on YouTube and there's these really cool videos. I, I saw this great one that my daughter told me about because she... She knew about this song. 
She knew about this song right away. Yeah, She's like, oh, this is Donner cute. knows more about yeah. these songs than we exactly. do. And that's rightfully so. <laughs> exactly. We're old men. We're old men. We're not supposed to know. But yeah. she's like, oh, you should check out this YouTube one where they, they do all the different languages that this is sung in. Oh, so it's the, yeah. video, the video just is continues on with the animation, and then they just swap in the different languages. Cool. And it was really interesting, especially since the vocal quality of the singers was identical across languages. It was freaky. Mm. Anyway, um... So it's huge in social media with uh, Gen Zs in TikTok and other places. And that is why it's number one on YouTube. That is why it is massive in TikTok. And that is what put it up the charts. That's crazy. And it's because for whatever reason. Weeks in a row now. uh, Yeah. TikTok is dominating our lives. TikTok is the reason for these billboard number ones, which is hard to wrap your head around since we're not in that world. No. And this song, it doesn't seem... Again, this is an interesting song because you'll take a chunk out of it where there's some lyrics that you like or one of the melodies that you like, and you just do like a 10 or 15 second little thing to it. And so kids are finding the chunks of this song that means something to them, making something out of it, and then that just snowballs. So again, it's it's not necessarily the whole song per se from beginning to end that everyone's in love with it's the it's 10 seconds of it at a time it's the shareability of it Mm -hmm. and the interestingness of it all and that is just it's blown up because of that and so now i'm wondering if you're a disney executive if us old white dudes in a boardroom somewhere yeah then their next move i bet is going to be how do we design a soundtrack to the next movie that is making it easy to be shareable and usable on something like TikTok. So I wonder if the next thing they do is going to be tailor-made to go up the charts because of the TikTok generation. They're going to get some stats people on that for sure. Right, and then it becomes gross because that's what Disney does. They they commodify the... It's unclean. Yeah, it's unclean. (laughs) But that's what they're going to be doing because they were, I think they were blindsided by the own success of this song. I TikTok to be unclean. I I, I don't know, I... (laughs) I love the idea of this consumer-driven media, like where the content is determined by the creators, like, I, 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 and that's not like some corporation. Like that's why I was into YouTube, and will always be into YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube, I guess, is our generation's version of that, and TikTok is frightening. And um, <laughs> I know you're scared. It's okay. Full of young people, okay. and no, well, it's it's just weird. I, like, TikTok and Instagram, like, like. I feel dirty going on them because, like, like especially Instagram, like, um, no, I, like I feel like an old dirty man. Well, like, it's I'm, I feel like the old guy at the bar when I if I scroll through reels, or or just like just like looking at the random search stuff that you can do on your phone, like because it's like there'll be some uh, somebody dancing to a song, like, and it's always like a, a subsidiary of, of TikTok. It's yeah. just TikTok at the corner, and they're dancing to. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah. And like, you don't know how old that girl is. No. Or it, that guy. Or that them, they. It's like, because it's it's so intimate, right? Like, when we yeah. watched, like, we watched MTV in the 80s. Yes. And there was half naked women all over cars. It was great. <laughs> but it was heavily produced. And yes. you're and everyone knew what was going on. Whereas this is videos from people in their homes. Yes. Right? Uh, and therefore, it's very intimate. And you're right. There's a grossness because you're being invited into someone's yeah. world, and it's intimate. And it's not regulated in the same way that, like, you know, like, like these, the, like, if you're like making that MTV comparison of the early '90s or yeah. something, like, yeah, you know, those those women or those men in those videos legally had to be 18. Yeah, like, they, yeah, <laughs> like they couldn't be minors, but like all this other stuff, like you just don't know what's going to happen when you jump on 
got started reading random stuff on TikTok or whatever. And I know that there's probably some algorithm that like helps dictate to what, what it is that you're seeing. Yeah, so you but, see the things you... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like like I've defeated face the Facebook algorithm and, uh, and I love Facebook right now. Uh-huh, why? Did, what did you make it do for you? Well, I just, every time I see a, a picture or a video of a dog, I love it. And then you just only get dogs. So stuff. now I pretty much just get dog content and, and guitars. Okay. That's pretty I, much all I have on Well, for mine, like, I, for years, like, like it's MMA fighting. And I fucking, <laughs> I hate it. And I don't understand why I keep seeing these. And I can't make them go away. Well, he's in his mid-40s. Yeah, it's so confusing. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see two sweaty dudes beat each other up. And yet, that's all I get. And then the other thing is, like, I was, I got a drum set last summer. And, like, uh-huh. I was checking out a couple videos on, like, how to play some stuff. And then and it was all drum sets. The only thing I get on any platform now is drums. is drum players. See, I I stopped loving dog videos um, in the summertime, and and then like I've I've recently had to rebuild it up. It's been like it's been a trial, uh-huh. or, 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 but I've, I I have I have managed to defeat social media again. Take that, Zuckerberg. Well, here's the thing: you and I are awash in a world of social media that we don't understand, and it yes. is it is creating sensations uh, that we don't understand. It is making music that we don't understand go up the charts. And we are we are lost in trying to explain things, which is fun. That's what makes this show it makes fun. This fun every week. Yeah, because again, TikTok coming in strong with the reason why this song is number one. And yeah, I like this song because I, have, I, I think everything about the song is totally cool. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I am also, I would I would have also been shocked. Like this is the number one song from that movie, yeah. and yet here we are. But still, so here's the funny thing. So I just brought it up. Okay. So I, I brought up the Hot 100. And so fans of the podcast, all four of you, <laughs> there's way more. <laughs> we love you all. It's still Adele is back to number one. Wow. Hard at number one. And then stay with Kid Leroy. Still Heath, there. Still number two. My God. Last week's episode about heat waves is number three. Th- these are, we did all these things last year. Yeah, we've done all these. Yeah, and then there's and there were a number of Ed Sheeran songs that were on there. Now Ed Sheeran's "Shivers" is up there, uh, at number four right now. Okay, and then this we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, "Industry Baby." Yep, we did that. And then there's this Elton John Dua Lipa thing. Oh, interesting. Which is like it's a mashup. It's a remix sort of thing. Oh. That's a tick. That's a TikTok thing. Oh, okay. Like, I know that that's TikTok. Really? TikTok, yeah. And uh, then more Ed Sheeran. And then Doja Cat. I've not listened to a note of Doja Cat. Okay. I, I thought that that was an, an NFT. <laughs> I'm not joking <laughs> at all. I'm sorry. That's okay. So now I've been educated. Um, <laughs> and then we're getting into a bunch of other people. Okay. Now here's a fun one. Okay. And and uh, and this is this song has been on the chart for 61 weeks. Wow. And still on the charts is levitating by Dua Lipa wow that's amazing 60, over a year on the charts 61 weeks which, and it's a fun song fun song I listened to I think it was Song Exploder where she went into how she made it oh yes that's a great podcast love that yeah. podcast um, and shout out shout out to the Song Exploder yeah. totally listen to that and not only did she sound like she had fun making it but she sounds like a nice person she might be Lin-Manuel Miranda style nice uh, I'm in love with Dua Lipa okay yeah sorry Tash 
Yeah, this you do have a girlfriend. This is a big reveal on the podcast. <laughs> Things may be changing. I would changing. say that I just have a, a, a schoolboy crush on Dua Lipa. Yeah, well, I I know nothing about her except... She's incredibly charming. I think that's all it is. Like, I literally only know her from Song Exploder, where oh, she yes. was explaining that song. I don't know what she looks like. I know she's... I don't know where she's from. Anyway, she sounded nice. She's uh, English, but I think that her... Uh... Somewhere, background is uh, somewhere in Eastern Armenian Europe. Or sure, like I have that. no idea. But, Eastern European. But I liked her for that. And I like yeah. the song. It's catchy. And it's I love the way she made song. it. I, it's so cool. Yeah. Anyway. So anyways, that's like a little bit like... And so this soundtrack fell from a from a movie set in Colombia about a family um, is stuck in the middle of all these mega stars. Yeah. Like Ed Sheeran and Adele and Dua Lipa. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, and then you get Bruno. Yeah. Love it. But you know what? That's where Lin Manuel Miranda Miranda belongs. He deserves all that recognition. Yeah, and yeah. all that money. And his laurels and the and the and the coin. Pay that man. He's doing and good somebody work. Somebody give that man some money. I'm sure he actually he's probably okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I was worried that he was Yeah, well, I, yeah, broke I think, or think he'll be all right. Uh listen, let's play the song. Mm-hmm. For those of you who haven't heard it, um and who haven't seen the movie, this is going to be very confusing, and yet it's still fun to listen to somehow. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, okay, we'll figure out what we do next week later on. It's probably going to be another TikTok song. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy. Peace. Bye. What if you didn't understand what he saw? Then you better figure it out, because it was coming for you. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. Bruno says it looks like rain. Why did he tell us? In doing so, he floods my brain. I will like the umbrella. Married in a hurricane. What a joyous day, but anyway, we don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. Hey, grew to live in fear. Bruno stuttering or stumbling. I can always hear him sort of muttering and mumbling. I associate him with.
Why Are People Listening to This is brought to you by the Black Box Collective and Outside the Lines Press. And it's produced by me, Jake Hanlon, and my friend, Justin Gregg. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating and maybe a review on the Apple Podcast Store. This is the number one thing you can do to help out the show, strangely enough. And it's simple and it's easy and you can do it right now. 